So I want to start off show a little different this time. Um, art always brings me yeah. uh, great energy, but I'll bring art on after I play this first video. It's just uploading. I'm sorry. I should have did this beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going on today, but this uh, is what happens when you produce two shows. Are you nervous? No, here we go. That's how we say brunch. Answer the ladies who stay busy with their lunch. You want that bochinche? LV shoes. I bring the shorty closer, just enough to fill the gun on the holster. Out on the balcony, filling on the breeze. City skylines, we're puffing on some trees. Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda. Made back front of the building with the chauffeur. And he waiting on me, got him rolling in his hands and my name in the seats. No gift, baby, no thanks, no chinchillas, baby. So what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand in hand. Give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks. Talk to Crazy, he talks to me. Keep my business out the streets. It's the ART. Yeah, I wish you. Um, the only thing is that our intro, um, we got like the Microsoft Word graphics. Yeah, uh, stop uh, it. <laughs> uh, I mean, other than that, I like it. I like the song. The music is fire. Yeah. You know, fire. shout out to art. Um, otherwise, right. other than that, it was done, you know, like on uh, what's that, that presentation, the slideshow thing. Uh, Microsoft PowerPoint. Me and Rick got together one night. One night we made a present. But other than that, welcome to the show. I'm Let's here. Go. My heterosexual life made partners on the other side of the <laughs> microphone. Crazy boogie. Hey, bro. The one and only Ellie Jazz is here. Hey. So happy and to have y'all on. Ladies who bronche is in the Woo-hoo. building. Julissa's in the building and Skittles is in the building. Finally, Ew. we're doing a podcast together. Two yes. of my favorite fucking people from the Bronx. Yes. Yes. And, and we're super excited to be here after several, several DM exchanges. And I feel like there's a whole relationship online that yeah. needed to manifest into this at some point. Okay, what the hell? hell yeah. I just got frustrated. I was like, yo, the time is now <laughs> for us to do an episode together. Let's just do one now. Um, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Overdue. Absolutely. Yo, how y'all been? Yes. That's a loaded question. These right? Days. Like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, <laughs> that is how, how are y'all feeling? Question. I mean, you know, I feel like I'm feeling 
powerful enough to make it through whatever the hell is going on in the world right now because whether you want to or not i feel like you get knocked into what's happening in the world like i was talking to a friend the other day about how i missed social media days where it was like my space and like literally you was logging online because you were creating your space and it was really about the technology and the self-expression piece without clout numbers and all that stuff and the most pressing thing was were you on your friend's top eight you know what i mean and i Oh, used to get us in trouble. <laughs> that and the when uh, T-Mobile came with your fave five. Yes. Yo, yes! I'm, not, I'm not on your five. Nah, man, because you keep calling me before nine o'clock, man. My minutes ain't. Yo, that that was personal because <laughs> that was personal because the people that was on your five, you could call for free at that yep. time. And yeah. like you had to pay, unless they was on your favorite five, then you was like, yo, just call me after like 9 p.m., bro, because my minutes, you know, it was a whole thing. So that was a personal thing. H. Yeah. Was yeah. I on your fucking five? I don't remember. Yes, you were crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we were. But at that time, we had like a, play yourself right now. at that time, we had like a Boost Mobile. So we just like chirp each other. What skills? Oh, my God. I wanted one of those so badly. Yo. We're- were you on Julissa's top five, and was Julissa on your top five? I don't think you had T-Mobile Skittles. I did not have T-Mobile, no. And I also didn't have, I also didn't have a cell phone until I was like a junior in high school. Mm. Okay, that sounds about that's you know that's reasonable. I think. Mm. <laughs> it's nice you could say it was reasonable, but back in the day, Skittles was real lonely. You want to know what the struggle was? Having to borrow somebody's sidekick so that I could check oh my, my, my fucking aim and my, my fucking MySpace and my Facebook. Like, I was really on that hustle of like, and what's funny about it is that my mother was so strict about my online presence and then. Look at what happened. <laughs> My mom was like, "You can't, you can't cover them up too much." Look at you now. <laughs> like I literally used to borrow sidekicks, like sneak online, like sneak onto Facebook, sneak onto MySpace. Like the struggle was very real, and now I'm out here. Now I'm out here posting videos talking about my wet ass bussy and Let's eating ass and all this shit. So. <laughs> Here we go. So, what it. was what was Skittles' aim name at that time? Oh, that's a good Ooh, one. I'm gonna give you all of them. Fuck out of here because you're asking. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so the first one was Britney's Baby J because I was obsessed okay. with Britney Spears. Then Britney's the second Baby one, Jay? Britney's Baby J. Write these down, Chris. Breaking. <laughs> The second one was Baby Boy Boo ninety one. I kept. I'm gonna, the- I, I'm gonna write them out the way that I'm interpreting them. That you wrote them out, right? And then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna grade them and correct them if they're wrong. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so Britney's Baby J. Which was the other one? Britney's Baby J. The second one was Baby Boy Boo ninety one. Baby Boy Boo ninety one. Okay. The third one was the letter U. Oh, wait, no, no, I'm not supposed to spell it out. U envy me, 91. I seen somebody's license plate that say U envy me, but it was just U N V. U N V, and then it was. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. Double I or Y E N V I I, or is it E N V Y? 
right, so this is what oh, I have so far. Wait, I have one more. I have one more. She has okay. A, wait, hold on. And then the last one was Reekin Chaos 91. So, <laughs> I like that one. That's the one I was waiting for, like, Reekin or PR something. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was waiting for, like, uh, PR's finest. Yes. You know? No, you know what's funny is before I called myself Skittles, I called myself Chaos. Okay, so freaking weekend wasn't one. These are my spelling for Skittles <laughs> aiming. Wow. Why did you add a four Y at the Britney's Baby J? I said Britney's Baby J. <laughs> oh, I, I, I just I spelled how, out J with a four as a, as a A. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's assuming this is how Bronx. Tonight this is, is aim in the Bronx, man. Oh, yeah, you, you really, you really didn't get any of them right. Okay, good. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. okay. Now, before I ask Julissa, I'm gonna switch her up. It, Dr. Mommy or or Woo! or, or, or Dr. Nah. Something was nah, in one of them. Nah, 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 nah. It wasn't. It wasn't. No. I actually, I have to say. Um, I wasn't allowed to have my own aim, I think, until like high school. And so wow. my yeah, my older siblings would let me sign in. So my brother made a joke with him and his his first aim that then got passed down to me was called uh, no, excuse me, my sister. It was my sis is Julie, right? So I would use the aim name my sis my is sister. Julie, like it was aim, right? Actually, when I was able to get one, it was Juju 219. Um, and Ooh, then, then Julissa was born, the Julissa that you guys know later on in my years in high school. And that came because I never felt comfortable being DR's finest this. And then all of my friends had all that shit books. Like, yeah, yeah. Nothing for me. Wait, but my pause. I have a question. Tell me. Then. Tell me. Julissa, wasn't there a Converse queen? <gasps> oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, there no. was a Converse queen. Wait, 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 wait. Between Juju 219 and Julissa, <laughs> there was Converse queen 219 because my mom was not really with the Jordan shit and none of that. Listen, I grew up in Soundview. I'm I muddy Juju. I'm from, you know, like I came from that shit and my mom was very, uh, not cheap is not the word. She knew how to economize her dollar and I have big Brutal. feet. So in a men's size, I'm a size nine. So imagine Jordans every time. I couldn't do that. So I became obsessed with collecting Converse. And I was Converse queen. I was into the thing. So that's, you know. You were into punk rock, right? That's a vibe, though. That's a vibe. From the Beatles to My Chemical Romance at the time. Like, all that shit in between. So you you have big flannel and Converse energy in high school. I did minus the flannel. I had the oh, okay. and, and, and and everybody in the heights started wearing madly, and I always used to say, "Now fuck out of here." I started that shit with a studded <laughs> with three stacks. Oh, I, love all that shit. I used to match those with the Converse, and then I used to get my shirt from Rainbow that used to match oh, Rainbow <laughs> and lay throwback hair with my little you know sad ponytail, and that Look was the picture of that. I gotta find one of those. I'll send y'all pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I've had quite the come up in my life. <laughs> I was I was into rock also in high school. Yeah. I dyed my hair blue, red. Wow. Rick, Rick had rocker. <laughs> Rick had frosted tips. Yes. Uh, in high school. Oh. Uh, um, so he was in. He was he was all in. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of goals. We got to circulate. I'm a proof. 
So yeah, I have I had have the fire engine red hair too. I had I had Ooh. red hair too. I, I mean, know. if you wasn't dyeing your hair one color in high school, I don't I don't feel like you were emo. Like you're emo yeah, in high yeah, school. Yeah. Like you're going through something. You don't know what it is. I didn't dye my hair though. <laughs> I That's think it's because I have my hair because Christiana, my mom was not with the shit. Yo, facts. Uh, I, I got like a tattoo when I was tattoos. Like tattoos yeah. also was a no no for both of you. You you two skittles growing up. Uh, yes, yes. I still don't I didn't get my I got a tattoo when I was 21, and the only reason why my mother didn't kill me was because it was like it included the first initial of her name. Hey, that's the, that's the, oh, that, that's how I snuck it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yo, mom, you see this face right here? Sales face before you. you did it. Right. <laughs> so I was pretty riggy one seven four. I think we went over this one. Yeah, that uh, I was pretty riggy one seventy four. And did uh, it have Rick any relation? One seven four. No relation to pretty riggy from the group. No. Nah. No, 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 it was, <laughs> no, no. I'm 37. Like Rick, years old, so Rick thought he was pretty. He thought himself. He no, that's so. The story originated. <laughs> there was a skit on. There was a skit on Martin where he would be like, "Pretty Ricky's what they call him." Yeah. So when I was, I used to go to Catholic school, so I wore a tie, and all my dudes on the block would say, "Oh, Pretty Ricky's what they call him." Yeah, yeah. Mean, so <laughs> I figured I'd use that. And then I was Rick Dollars one seventy four, and then Cray said his. uh Craze had BX in his shit somehow. I mean, his aim. Yeah. My shit was BX Craze. <laughs> my shit, yeah. my shit was B, BX Craze. And I had a, my first, first one was like uh, similar to Julissa, which was like my brother's hand me down, uh, like oh. AOL, AOL screening, you know, which was like Latin 72 or some shit like that. Like just some random wow. shit. Damn, um, I'm trying to but but like, like my first screening was Craze 174. Like, that was my first aim screen name, and then BX Craze after that. Because 174 was like the block we grew up on. So everybody from my yeah. block had 174 yeah. um, on their shit. Which 174? Like 174. And Wadsworth. I'm from the ice from the books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the whole all town live thing. Yes. Because I was born up in 174 in Fatelli, between Metcalf, Fatelli, Soundview area. Oh, so Soundview. So I'm now, a little 174, John. Now we grew up on I, so I grew up on 174. Uh, like well, I touched down when I came from DR on 174th and, and Wadsworth, Wadsworth. Uh, which is where Rick and I grew up. And then, uh, but I grew up on like Yankee Stadium, area. yeah, Yankee Stadium area in the Bronx. Um, that's the Miss Ellie Jazz. What was your first, uh, your weirdest aim screen name? The one that Ooh, I remember, that's... listen, my shit was so basic. I was DR Princess with two Z's, six Let's way. Go. Number th- <laughs> That's a classy That's classy. That's classy with the two Z's. Classy. <laughs> the two Z's. Classy. So did, <laughs> did any of you guys keep Tom in your top eight in on MySpace? Never. Never. I didn't Wait waste the space. Space. I thought I was uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to cheat. You know how, like, you used to get, like, the custom codes and shit? Yeah. So my, my shit used to be, like, top 20. I used to have, like, a top 20. Oh, shit. Top you was 20. hacking MySpace. Yeah, I was hacking MySpace. And I used to have, like, you, because, you know, you used to, they had a, MySpace had us coding, all right? That up. Yeah. Yeah. That coding all on fucking <laughs> websites. My whole shit was, it was everywhere. It was beautiful. I miss my Fire. MySpace. Fire. Shout Fire. out to, uh, the Gene Good, I think it is. I think it is. I think Justin Timberlake bought it years ago, tried to bring it back, and that was he a did. failure. Shout oh, out wow. to Gene Good. 
she hooked up Damn. everybody's MySpace on the block. So I had I had a top twenty two. Yo, that's facts. Yeah. yeah. Because then they used to have the like the the like websites like profilegenerator.com. Like you knew like how to find it. Shout out and, to like, those. You know, Yo. find those codes. Cinderella. Just many Reyes, we need your aim screen name as well. Yeah. So we let's get into ladies who bronche. How did that yeah. idea spark or come about, come about. Um, the show's fantastic our fellow co-host jayla was on it uh, a lot of people that we've worked yeah with, right. um, it's the how come about so, so have a good time so we love it you know we love we love it. yeah i mean it really and it really did come out of uh just me and skittles, skittles having numerous good times together and like as many people know skittles and i created shit spanish girls say together and uh, that was something we created when we were in college and um we recognized at like you know after a while like there is a desire to have a voice like ours where it's kind of like Skittles and I represent a spectrum of um, a millennial, I would say like a Latina millennial, which can be very much from the neighborhood, from the block, really, you know, embodying the culture that even from whatever island we represent, we very much carry. But um, the other side of the spectrum, which is, you know, the political side, the very in tune side, the activist side, the parts that usually I'd be labeled as like an NPR audience member, but like NPR doesn't really fully align with me, but like, you know, Breakfast Club doesn't, wasn't always giving me what I needed. And so I was like, why can't we ourselves represent the spectrum of the space that we know exists in our world and just have people come sit at the table and talk with us because we're like the best brunch bitches to go out with, for real, for real. And a lot of people can attest to that. I'm not just saying that. And so the, the idea of anything can be said at the brunch table was important to us. And we were like, fuck it, we're gonna bridge conversations. We're gonna have difficult conversations. We recognize that, you know, for, for both of us being, chubby girls being, you know, uh, Skittles being queer, you know, me being a queer advocate. Like there were a lot of things that were like, now nah, we don't fuck with y'all. Now nah, we don't want to fuck with y'all. Mm, you don't fit. Mm, you don't fit. And I was like, I'm not going to wait for a contract from somebody for me to open my mouth because I have too much to say. Um, and I was like, Skittles, you down to be on the mic with me because I'm the bochichera. I'm the one who blah, 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 who goes, goes, goes. And Skittles is the friend in the back like, Go girl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. I'm in the back, like you better, you better with the logistics. With the, they call me Julie, and that when I turn my Julie on and we get professional, you know, and that's been our dynamic for a really long time. And so we decided to bring it to the people, and it's been working. And it's not as consistent as every other podcast out there, but that's because Skittles and I respectively do a lot. We are oh, yeah. many hats in the world, and so the y'all work is for the community. Yo, y'all yeah, work. Man. Honestly, and I think even with even without the consistency, what we deliver to the table is an experience that people keep on wanting to come back more. So, like, even yeah. we, it gives us that that uh, what do you call it? That um, freedom. Yeah, no, yeah, like it gives, us, it gives us it gives us that freedom to like when we come back, people know they're coming back for a good time. They're coming back for something that's going to be impactful and something that's going to like really be. Good. So quantity over quality. I fuck exactly. Let's go. Yeah. Um, one of the things you guys did that I really loved was uh, the WAP spot during COVID. Yo. Um, you got it up, H? I'm gonna bring it up. I, I don't got it up, but I want you guys to explain 
the difference between what they hear on the song and what that segment really meant. Absolutely. It wasn't a segment. It was more of a. Yeah, it's like, like our add-on. Like yeah, it's like a little add-on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a little extra, a little dessert for the for the people mm-hmm. because our episodes tend to be long, but we like to cover what we like to cover. So um, mm-hmm. with the WAP spot for us, it was women aligning in power. At the time, WAP mm-hmm. had just come out. People had their controversy about how explicit it was. And, you know, for me, what that really brought up was the reality that people are uncomfortable talking about one of the most important human experiences that we have. And that a lot of times we only allow people who are deemed sexually explicit to be the motivators of some of these conversations instead of just asking regular people who we had certain episodes where we're talking about social justice, like hardcore, real shit. And then at the end, it's like, do you like getting your ass ate? Like, yeah. <laughs> because the spectrum, right? And so I, you know, and I think even, you know, and Skittles can speak to this a bit, like the conversations around sex, right, are always so centered around cis people and men and women having sex that I felt like it was super important to create space for conversations and lanes that Skittles occupies just as normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah as we talk about anything else because why the fuck not and so that's actually my favorite segment that that we've done ever is the WAP spot so we're we're gonna get into it right now because in the news Trick Daddy was out there for talking about he likes to get eight which okay you know that's his thing you know I got upset because people started criticizing him but it to me to see a rap first of all a rapper because you know the the stigma around rappers for him Mm -hmm. to be honest on like what his experiences are, what he likes, and that's cool. That's his thing. What did you guys think of that? And also the controversy surrounding Little Nas X. So crazy, and I think Lil Boozy wakes up every day wondering what Little Nas X is doing, and <laughs> I think he's infatuated with him. Um, and I he think can't so. get enough of him. I think, I think that a- when there's so much energy put into an individual, it's because that person's in your mind. Listen so to you, yeah. This is so. Yeah, no, I feel like this is like common DL man behavior. Like when we, so as someone who I am, what I identify as non-binary, a lot of people will say that I'm non-binary femme, whatever. And so I, um, what that usually means is I like to present as feminine as possible or whatever, right? Um, Or what have you. I attract a lot of DL men. So I attract a lot of guys who like in public, identify as straight to everybody on social media, to all their friends. They are straight. Um, They may have a girlfriend. They may have a wife. They may have kids. But behind closed doors, they like to have a different type of experience, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I think that this boosy energy is like quintessential. (laughs) You are closeted and you want somebody Mm. to lick your taint so badly Yes. And just suck on the hole a little bit, yeah. maybe give you a little rim job. You want me to like you want you want you want a guy to like suck on your head and lick your balls a little bit. Like that's the energy yeah. that you're giving. Because why are you so pressed? Yeah. Why are you so pressed? The, like the that tweet? irritation okay. that irritation like, comes from feelings that you are suppressing and it shows. Yeah. And people like are aware the tweet of it. was like at five in the morning, bro. It's like Boosie woke like, up at 5 a.m. It was like, ah, little Nas. You know, like, I know he, there was some <laughs> other feelings. Yeah. Mixed in he wanted some little Nas. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he heard he the truth, and I know he Respectfully, felt Respectfully, allegedly, just in case, you know, I don't know. 
Allegedly. Allegedly. Your man woke up from a wet dream and was like, it's very much that energy. And I feel like also props to props to Trick Daddy for coming out and saying that he likes to get his ass ate. Because guess what? Guess what? It's an enjoyable experience. And a lot of men should experience it, regardless of whether you like pussy or dick. Like, yeah, get your ass ate. We did it. A, a unanimous poll, um, the numbers would alarm people. Because the thing is with men is they tend to, um, me being a man, myself, you tend to like, oh, I got to be cautious <laughs> what I say. I don't want to be judged by my male peers, blah, 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 blah. Right. But and it's so funny. Time, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, no, go ahead. At the same time, I, I've always been, um, in my mind, I've always been myself. You know, I never worried about what other people. Uh, I've been to a gay club. I had yes. like, my friend, my friend in college, um, <laughs> one of my best friends in college. Him and his boyfriend were like, "Rick, let's go to Escuelita. And this is where I first encountered uh, homo thugs. I love Escuelitas. <laughs> Escuelitas so, is like comic, dude. They don't make places like Escuelitas anymore. No. You talking about like dirty, dingy basement, glitter on the walls, blowjobs in the corner. My favorite type of place, but the music so is I'm always popping. I'm going to touch on what Skittles is talking about right now. Okay. So I go, it's me, my 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 friend, and his boyfriend, and our homegirls. We all go to Escuelita. And outside, I'm like, yo, there's nothing but mad thugs in here wearing North Faces, snorkels, big-ass chains, Tim boots. You know, like, yo, you know, what are we going to do? Yeah, yeah. Let's, in smoking weed outside, I'm like, oh, shit. Wait. Skittles, what is that motion that you're doing? The over Rough Riders. There? Is that dancing? Or is that... That's a strong agreeance. Ooh, uh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's what they Skittles made when they went to the, went to the club. <laughs> Let me tell you, I was, I was under 21 when Escuelitas existed. So what? I used to have to go wow. through the struggle. Of, I would get into Escuelitas, and then we would sneak to the 7-Eleven around the corner, chug a four local, and then go back to oh Escuelitas. again. Gotcha. Four local? <laughs> oh my God. He was living on the, the edge. Was standing outside. My he boy was, was living on the edge. edge. Wait till you get inside. So we go inside, and Living La Vida Local would come on. And these are the dudes in the middle <laughs> of the fucking dance floor rubbing on each other, right? Oh, and I was like, wait, you guys, you guys were mad hardcore outside. What it goes down to Living La Vida Local, dude. And then that's what my boy was like, yo, we, re- we call them homo thugs. I was like, that's a real thing? He's like, yeah, that's real. And I'm talking about like some hard dude, like some hard, hard Yonkers jail dudes standing outside. I didn't know was from Yonkers. They look like Yonkers dudes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to just put that I'm out curious, there. But, you know, I understand what you mean, but I was just curious. I wanted you to Then say I was just chilling there and my boy's like, yo, don't worry. Nobody's going to hit on you. They know that you're not gay. Just chill, relax. Then they had like a, a drag show, which was too fantastic. Um... And I had a great time. And then I come back outside. Those same dudes that were inside were outside. Like, yo, where are we going now? Let's go. And I'm like, why are you acting like that? Like, just be I mean, yourself. All right. So oh, somebody put now this. I want to. All right. All right. All right. Pause, 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 pause. Because the thing about it is just because they're dancing up on guys doesn't mean that they have to be feminine. So they're acting like that because that, that's how they act. That's their personality. And that's I, how they I, are. I understand you know? that now, but that was like <laughs> 2000, I think it was 2003. Um, <laughs> I think it was a time, shock to Rick. It, was it wasn't, a, it was, it was a shock to me was that 
you know, the guys I saw outside was like, oh, damn, these dudes are going to start haggling us. It's going to be a problem, you know. But it wasn't. There was, Rick there was thought no he was going to get pressed outside the club, and it was like, oh. Yeah, like, why are you coming in here, blah, blah, blah. But okay. it was nothing like that. Okay. Um, it was a, definitely an eye-opener to me, and I will forever be grateful to my friend for opening my eyes, you know. Um, Yo, Rick, yeah. thank you for walking us through your first gay club. If Benny was on the show, Benny would tell you he was. I don't know why you did this, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. You did? Um, I mean, I've I've told this story before. I have told this story before. So I appreciated your Escalator. I appreciated your Escalator story because, like I said, I have many fond memories at Escalator. And I literally have never been, there has never been a place in New York City like Escalator since Escalator was closed. Did they close it? Is it it closed? Yeah, they closed oh, like okay. years ago. Years ago. <laughs> there was a spot um up on Dykeman uh Castro that a homie of mine used to bar that a, a homie Damn, of mine y'all saying all my spots. I lost my phone at Castro like five times. Damn. <laughs> Castro and no parking were Benny's joints because um my brother he used to get like drinks for free all the time. He used to get a hand on the bartender and stuff too, over there too. And the bartender was like, Bro, you can make mad money bartending here. You should be a bartender here. And he was like, Yo, I'll think about it. <laughs> he said it was a dope vibe, so you know, no I was at, yeah, one uh, shout out one to Humby. Shout out to no Humvee. Parking. I love Humvee. It's so no funny. parking used to be packed. It's so oh. funny to me how, um, like, for a lot of the people who have, like, found their comfort in being around the community and stuff, it's always come at, like, this, like, experience that happens or there's, like, a, an avenue of benefit that makes it, like, even and cool. But I feel like the the new wave or where I hope that we're going like as a people is that we are so dead ass about what we like and standing in the truth of who we are that there is no question which is to say going back to even what Trick Daddy said like yeah like Trick Daddy likes his ass ate by his lady like and right that's his yeah. lady like that's so isn't there a power in the depth of comfort that a couple can have versus oh wow what does that mean about his masculinity what what does it mean about his masculinity what does it mean about yours that you're afraid to have a body part of yours with the body, body part of yours in the privacy of the intimacy with the person you openly claim. And I feel like the liberation, the sexual liberation of women, unfortunately, feels like it's on the helm of the sexual liberation of men because even women who show up in the space trying to be real, ex, you know, ex, like, you know, Dora the Explorer up in there, like, can't, Yo. right? Like, they can't, you know, swipe or swipes yeah. before you ever get the chance to really experience something. And then that discourages men sometimes from even going deeper in their sexual experiences of what I can be feeling or what they can be uh, doing to me because they don't want help or support or they want to be the sole responsible thing for the orgasm. And it's like, you got to play with the bells and whistles because God ain't get creative for no reason. Like, God yeah. ain't get creative for no reason. So, yep. It's important for people to be able to talk about it real dead ass. And I even have on my dating profiles. If you say no homo or if you think there's some secret gay agenda that people like little Nas X are leading, then don't like, Damn. like, because I already know the sex is going to be whack. I yeah. wish I had yeah. a yep. clip from Radell Ortiz uh, two, three years ago when he, Crazy was like, yo, I forgot what question Crazy asked him. And Crazy's like, yo, but just no homo or whatever, right? No, I didn't say that. I said, we were talking about something that said pause. Oh, pause. You said pause. And, and we were, we were, but it wasn't even on that in that context. But it he was like, yo, that, that word, context. that word. I and was Riddell like, was like, yo, you don't need to say pause no more, bro. Yeah. Grown people. He called, yo, he called me on it yo, right, 
right there, there live. We was recording. I was like, you know what, bro? Get a step further, and he was like, yo, we don't need to say no homo. We don't need to say any of that no more. Any of that, yeah. Come on, whatever. Straight up. It was. It was. He was funny as hell, but he got serious in that one second. He probably knows how to fuck them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he knows how to fuck, but I'm sure. Yeah. That's a fact. I knew. But I, I, I love you, Riddell. I love you. We love him. Yeah. Um, so, and, and, I, and I always thank him. I thanked him right after the episode for like, yo, because we were talking about something that it wasn't really, it was just like uh, something I had heard on one of his episodes where they were like, hey, yo. And I was I was trying to make a stupid reference, but I did a stupid like reference. He called me on it on the spot and I was like, yo, real dude. Yeah, right but there. it was, it, I don't remember what it was. I have to dig it up. I have to dig it up. We'll bring it up. It was, yo, dropped a lot of gems. Uh, that's why I like having these episodes, you know. You get to meet the people who create the content. And my favorite part is I'm mad that we're doing this virtually. When we do it in person. <laughs> I agree. I agree, there's, Roman. <laughs> there's like winter is coming. Um, <laughs> there's uh, there's like two or three hours that we chill before we actually do the episode. That That's where the best shit is. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, like yeah. the Two hours we spent on the off camera was the best shit ever. Facts. Um, that's what I look forward to. That's what we miss about in person shit. True. Yeah. So when we do come back, we got to do this again. But I do want to play a clip, um, because you guys are busy and you guys are both doing things. We'll talk about the uh, Washington Post article that was written. But this right here was one of my favorite things of this summer. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Don't, I don't want to interrupt. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But um, I'm supposed to be meeting my friend here, um, and we use this bench. Well, I don't see a name on the bench, boo. So you're gonna have to wait until I'm ready to leave. Oh, you, you ain't gotta be rude, though. Like, you ain't have to be all rude, like. <laughs> um. That has to be like it was eight episodes. It's a great show. You gotta watch it. Um, it was done in a beautiful space. I'm trying to convince Rick to do a second season. Uh, Skittles, how'd you get involved with that project? No. And what was your takeaway from it? Um. So I actually, uh, Rick asked me to do the episode after having me on his podcast his podcast with um alexandria uh yeah. the the uh, wind, wind podcast wind cloud, wind cloud the wind cloud podcast and so in that interview i had shared my story of how like um when i was growing up i was fortunate enough to have a mother who like sat all my family members down and was like listen my son might be different and if you can't accept him then you can't accept me um and so he felt so moved by that story um and the way that it was just kind of like her doing that allowed me to develop into the person that I am today and just be kind of really unapologetic about who I am. Um, and so when he heard that story, he really liked it and decided to, um, felt inspired to write it into one of the episodes. Um, Whoa. And yeah, and that's how that's how that happened. Um, that's amazing. I will say the one discrepancy is that I'm fortunate enough to have not had a father that uh that kind of rejected me in that way um and the way that the character in the story did um but i was really like excited to be a part of it and i'm really happy with like the outcome and everything that came out of it so 
you had me believing like your dad like <laughs> you did a good job yo because uh, first Thank of all I, I know i know from the writing that um like jerry and rick uh the, mm -hmm. is coming from a real space mm -hmm. uh, what they're portraying so i was like oh skittles story gotta be a part of it and it's gotta be real so mm -hmm. i think you did a great job in that piece but you also brought some of the funniest moments on there like when alexandria showed up oh um, my god she was spazzing like what is going on here and the attitude you were giving rick if you have not seen episode seven and eight you have to watch it yes no no Yo. she came out and she hit him hard too with that bag she when she came out i was like oh <laughs> so that is, is besides Skittle also writing music, performing, acting. Julie writes. Uh, she wrote a right. piece. I'm not wearing. Oh, I'm not wearing the shirt. So she writes in the, writes. In the Heights came out. She writes writes. She don't write like me and Craze where we yeah. write little jokes. Yeah, like yeah, we write six jokes on a little pad or whatever. She writes for real. Uh, she wrote a piece on the Washington Post this this uh, summer. In the Heights came out and talk to us about that piece and your personal opinions on it. Absolutely. So um, that piece, I was blessed uh, to write that with Dash Harris Machado, who uh, is the creator of Radio Caña Negra, which y'all should all check out. But um, she brought me on because we wanted to talk about the lack of Black Latina people in the film and the importance of actually having that representation. Um, and listen, I'm a, so yes, I'm a writer, I'm a playwright, I'm a poet, and I do a lot of spoken word and all that stuff. But um, I also like to critically, you know, analyze things that are happening, not to bring it down or to shame it, but honestly to say, well, let's look at the reality of what, what happens here. There's always two sides to a story. So where the, the film was something that definitely was meant to celebrate a culture, celebrate a community at a particular point in time, like wonderful, that's beautiful. But, but what we have to accept about the reality of industries is, is knowing how people can monopolize off of certain images and certain people and getting certain clout. And the Dominican community, for example, not that the whole movie is only about Dominican people, I know that, right? Yeah. But like, Dominican people have actually been contributing in quite a strong way to the cultural shift that's happening. Even in music, when you think about the way like Romeo Santos gets to like get mixy and stuff, and even like El Alfa and people like you know like we're out here and we're making Toki. She just and dropped number one song in the world, Toki. Look at that. Look at that. Right. And so I feel like part of the issue is is that in a climate where and again, speaking specifically to Dominicans, this is an issue across the diaspora. When you're looking at a space that quite strongly denies its blackness, but actually even in the very neighborhood that you are trying to represent the black community of this island, right, mm -hmm. is a very strong part of the things that had everybody salsando and doing all that shit. So a lot of the nuances and the punny jokes come from black culture, right? A diet, one that's Thanks. Latin culture, but it's coming from black people directly. And so when Lynn, even back when the, when the, when it was on Broadway, the fact that Lynn can get this rich Dominican man character and still put himself 
as the person who is acting in it. It's kind of like, all right, well, we get it because you wrote it, so I feel that. But what about us? And then throughout the life of In the Heights, all the way through to this film, has been this question, okay, but then what about us in a more authentic way? Um, and it gave a lot of room for people. So when the article came out, I got a lot of death threats. I got a lot of people, oh, uh, really? people in the Heights. Yeah, even from people in the Heights who were like, oh, she's a fucking bitch. She's a fucking vende patria. And like, all this like this heavy attack and I thought it was interesting because I was like huh so if it really didn't matter that it was just the movie and it was just creativity or like how Rita Moreno say I think everybody was just casting the best people they could then why are people taking personally what my personal opinion about an art is a piece of art is and talking right. about my identity and wanting to tear me down and how I am tearing down the the value of who I am because of how I'm expressing my opinion clearly it matters what's in the movie then right it's like make it make sense for me so where people were trying to act like oh you're just hating write your own shit then i'm like well if only you knew behind the scenes in the writing industry there is a huge struggle for a lot of latina writers who don't have room unless somebody like lynn does bless them and say oh yeah i want to work with you or i want to do a thing with you and that's not to say it's lynn's job to get everybody employed but lynn could help be like yo you know there's more than just me right and if he doesn't care about just his bag then he can say that right and so I feel like my challenge to Lynn has always been like, can you be more dead ass about what you know is going on? Even if, even Tyler Perry the other day was like, don't talk to me about, about no wigs. Like talk about how people come for the wigs he puts on his black woman. He lets it be known, like, don't bother me about that. I'm building empires out here. And if that's what's gonna get me the money to have the movie studio so that other black art can be made, then that's what I wanna do. I respect that. Do I agree? Yeah. No, but I respect that. And I feel like Lynn needs to come to to that sort of place where people can trust the dead assness of what's happening as opposed to feel like they're being gaslit. I want to give you the other side, right? I, I, we're going to have like a really good discussion right now. Um, so the, the, the Lynn spoke about it. You know, most people in his position wouldn't even mention it. Um, he acknowledged the problem. He acknowledged the situation. That's great. Um, I've watched the film. I watched the Broadway play. Years ago, the Broadway play to me was a lot better because the times were different. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I felt like I was being represented on the stage because mm -hmm. there would be no show about Washington Heights anywhere at all. So he did that. He, you know, it was his, his thing, his writing, whatever. I honestly was more of a, I'm not going to bash the film. I'm not going to say anything bad about it because I, I get, you know, picks 11. Rick. What'd you think of the film? I was like, oh, you know, it was good. But I do a podcast and I want to tell different stories, you know. So I didn't go into that type of... Because it, it has... <clears throat> it has had a negative effect on my audience. Um, but I had people on from the movie that had dealt with the movie and we've had this conversation before. It is a concern. Um, I felt like maybe the movie got its representation... It did what it did. It opened up the doors. I'm just waiting for the after effect, which to me is if this movie came out and there's writers that feel that they're going to do a better job, then Hollywood should be looking for that space or those writers. And they aren't. So the, they don't. I was going to say, I can tell aren't. you they're not. I yeah. know they, 100% they aren't. So it, it, it really validates to all these issues that were brought up like three days before the movie came out. You know, oh, I never got yeah. a check from the film or anything like that, so, but I made it my own thing where I was not going to talk about it publicly because... Well, we've, better, we've, I think, 
Sorry. Guys, guys. No, no. I, I just don't know that it was something that came out three days before the film. It wasn't. It was before that. It was no, no, that's it, it what I'm saying. It was, it was as, way before that. Um, as soon as the cast was it just got really hot for him. It got really hot for him a few days before the film because the film originally mm-hmm. was supposed to come out the 11th, and then HBO Max pushed it to the 10th. They pushed it forward, and it was because the heat was rising big mm-hmm. time. But I, I was that- supposed to interview with Pix11. I'm sorry, Skittles. I was supposed to interview with Pix11 the day that Lynn was on. And I got bumped to have Lynn on so he could give his whole spiel, promote the film, and then also defend on the attack. And I was okay mm-hmm. with it. I just was not going to touch that because honestly, you know, I've been like our show, we get a ton of blowback before stating our opinion. And I still do it to this day. But I was like, you know what? If he wants to make his film, let him make his film. Well, one of the I, reasons that we kind of refrain initially from saying anything. Well, I'm sorry. Wait, what, what were you going to say? But let me finish this piece. Okay. I'm going to let, let him make his film because I feel at the end of the day, there still is other people talented out there. Like We're going to have Manny Perez at the yeah. end of this month. And Manny's doing a terrific La Soga 2, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. And I feel like there's other representations. Like I'd rather highlight those people than go after this man. The man has nothing to do with me. He was he's. I've had conversations with him. Let him do his own thing. He did not represent us. And I think that the voices that spoke out said what needed to be said and did the right thing. Um, so that's where, but I understand the, the, the other people were like, oh, you know, well, uh, Leslie is, she's Afro-Athena. You know, this is the, the Defenders of Inhite. <laughs> Anthony Ramos is Dominican. Um, the John, voice. <laughs> John, John Chu is a minority. I think Skittles has to say, though. What were you going to say? No, no. I think the, the only thing with, that I was going to say was that the critique, the, that critique that did get hot when the movie was about to come out was the mm-hmm. critique that had been yes, given to him as soon as the cast was announced. So mm. it's, something that, it's something that throughout the process okay. of making the movie, Somebody somewhere could have been like, yo, 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 let's cast somebody of color. And they didn't do that. And so and 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 we and I know mad heads that were at those auditions because when they were doing those auditions, everybody in the Bronx, everybody in the Heights, and everybody in Brooklyn was at those auditions. And they and I heard that it was some of the funnest auditions around. Like they had like a blast at these auditions. So you're gonna tell me that this critique that had literally been around since the casting was announced, like this blow, the blowback should not have been. I was not going to watch that movie and I was not going to watch West Side Story because when the two movies were filmed at the same time in the neighborhood, I knew what was coming. Um, <laughs> there's Miss Big B, Brenda Raquel, great actress. She could have been in that film. She's from Uptown. There's yeah. a bunch mm-hmm. of people from Uptown that were talented that you could have cast yeah, it. Yeah, but at the end yeah. of the day, the industry calls those shots mm-hmm. and that's what they want. They want money in return. And right, they, feel, which... they feel like casting someone like us won't get the money and that's where we need to prove them wrong by having these other films that are... I, I've seen a lot of better movies than In the Heights that have come out recently. Mm-hmm. And it's written by people of different backgrounds. Um, but they're not allowed the budget and the space. Like, 
Yo, the point is that give Julissa and Skittles the budget so they can make a real a one about a real yeah. musical about the fucking Bronx. What's up? Well, I tell you, I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Honestly, is that is that the reality of the industry in one? Because I've been a writer for several years of my life, and I've been a writer who's submitted since I was nineteen. I'm thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know the quality of my work and many people know the quality of my work. And there've been even like writing opportunities, even for commercials and things where my name has been thrown in the ring and people have come back and been like, yeah, you, you were a better writer, but right. And the thing is that we leave too much grace and room for the, but of things. And as audience members, I think that we really underestimate our powers. And so when we, when somebody like me and when people like me, like that, right. The idea of who do I want to defend first? Do I want to defend Lynn? Because defending Lynn means I could defend how much I enjoy this because now I feel personally attacked at a critique because it's not an attack. It's a critique because an attack would be me creating a call to action in that article saying, cancel it, don't watch the movie, don't do this, don't do that. And that's not what the article said. The article was like, hey, are we ready to talk about what's happening? Because in the year where we were at the peak climate of this conversation, we're really going to let this slide when Dominican Mm -hmm. people really have the opportunity. And let me tell you, unless people are tied to projects with people in the industry who are already named, like our stories and the acceleration of our stories as Black Latinos across the diaspora are very much going to take several seats back because black history doesn't even allow itself to get nuanced where it's at already, let alone getting into the nuances of Afro-Latinidad and stuff like that. And again, In the Heights is not about that. And Lin-Manuel absolutely should should have made In the Heights and can make more things. But how can we be dead ass about the way we have to play the industry great game and how that affects the way we get to represent ourselves to audiences? So how can we more responsibly say to our audiences, here's a story we have to tell, but here's the truth about what we know. And if you want to be an advocate, if you want to like really big up the community, then do more than just talk about things. And I know he has the animated series that just got released. Um, I can't Vivo. remember the name, right? Uh, with Vivo. the little in the Bronx, I think it's wonderful. About Cuban culture, though, and then uh, he's. Uh, oh, I just Cuban. And, then, and in so, that cartoon, there's Afro Cubanos. So he did. Yeah. He put Afro Cubanos in the cartoon. Great because that's another population of people that have a real hard time yeah. respecting the blackness at the core of their culture, right? And so mm-hmm. it's important, but it's just like, don't play in my face. I'm very, listen, I'm very much a Bronx person that way. Do not play in my fucking face, bro. Like, if you out here making money, if you out here doing your thing, do your thing, but keep it the fuck real. Because the same way we can respect the hustler who's selling drugs in the street, and we know the drugs ain't no good. If you out here in these Hollywood streets doing shit that has to get done, because that's how you're going to get by, then keep it keep it a buck. Otherwise, don't, don't say shit and don't try to come out three days before when you know I was calling your ass out years before when you could have corrected the problem and you didn't see a need to correct the problem. So let's just keep it real and not put people like in the middle to get death threats trying so to defend something true. That's mm-hmm. fucked up um, because you're just stating your opinion. Um, and <clears throat> rightfully so. So yeah. death threats, I think that's over. That's Yo, people, people follow. I was like, damn, I know wow, people who follow one of the people who's trying to kill me out here. That's crazy. Uh, That's weird, bro. I know about that unfollow shit. 1,600 unfollowers just for calling somebody a culture vulture. So I know about Yo. that. Yeah. I know. I, you know, it's, it's all good. It's all right. But how do you feel about what has happened? Because the movie came out on HBO Max. And I got to say, one of the best things I've ever seen was the Romeo documentary recently. Yes. Because it dove deep into the history of Bachata. Um, they also launched Delo Mio, which is the movie with D and Sasha in it. And there's mm-hmm. also a bunch of other projects that they're bringing up in that. So I felt we did not have a streaming service that was backing us up. 
I right. think HBO Max is that one now. Yes. Am I wrong? I would say I would say that you're right. I mean, HBO Latino has actually always done a very good job of trying to dig into the weeds. And I think where they lack, they trust the people who are working with them to call upon others to bring into the room. And I feel like that has been the case for a really, really long time. Um, you know, even Skittles and I have had opportunities to be in spaces and stuff that we otherwise wouldn't have. And it's been directly HBO hitting us up, not just like a friend of a friend. You know, so like that shows, like usually when you can see how deeply in a person can penetrate and find certain talent, gives you an indication of like, who they're leaning on to to push that moving forward. Even having Sasha and Dee, like, like that's a big deal, right? Because now we're talking about people who are like reachable that we've seen the growth from like, you know, beginning days to now. We know the hustle, we know there's transparency there. And so to see that people are willing to work with people like that is a good signal to me. Now, does that mean that there that we still don't have to be ojo abierto and like making sure that they keep up the integrity of what they're putting Never. forth? Never, we always have to. But that's, but I was going to say, but that's no matter what. I was going to say, I don't, not all skin folk are kin folk. You could be any fucking body. And I still have to double, triple check anything I sign or I'm going to put my name on because that's just the way of the world. But I think HBO Latino is doing a great thing. And I just hope that they continue to elevate these kinds of voices. And even Netflix, I have to say, not that I've seen like necessarily Latino specific nuance, but I'm seeing a lot of nuance that is coming in the Netflix space that I think. Even having vampires in the Bronx, for example, that was like off that mm-hmm. platform. Which awesome has yeah. Love. That's an example of I like, love that movie. Right? But like that, yeah. right? To me, said, holy shit, people really respond to this. If I could really get a tight ass pitch on a show with, you know, X amount of seasons and really tell a story that, they're, that they can fuck with, I believe a platform like that would take a story like that. So, you know, there's room, but we got to keep. Breaking the glass ceiling, as they say, and see where we can Yo, go. Yo, it is dropping a Netflix special soon, so um, nice. That 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 talks volumes on where we're going. Um, let's have a little fun. I, I felt like that was we needed that. It needs you. you need those conversations, but mm-hmm. we're gonna check out Bronx status real quick. You know what I mean, oh shit, because <laughs> Julissa mentioned it a few times from BX. And she mentioned vampires from the Bronx. So, he, did, he did reference the Bronx. He did talk about the Bronx. She threw the bat symbol up there. And I think the, 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 Bronx, the Bronx bat symbol is like the facade of Yankee Stadium Yo. with a Timberland boot on it. And look who's at the center of everything. Sir Crazy, the Bronx alderman. So, so um, welcome to the Bronx. Um, I wanted to figure out how Bronx y'all are. I've done this like Bronx certification exam, you know, for folks that come into the, the Bronx, like newly to the Bronx. I feel weird about, you know, I know you guys think it will be mailed out. If I mean, yeah, pass. but you guys are tried and true, you know, Bronx size. I don't really think that y'all need to be certified, but we're going to do it just for, well, just for fun, you know, just for fun, just to see where your yeah. knowledge, what your knowledge level. So let's so I feel like this is, you know, this is kind of one of those things. It's not pass fails, pass pass. Y'all already got y'all Bronx certificates. Y'all don't need me to certify y'all. Yeah, uh, I feel like you know what I'm saying. Like, honestly, we're not about to fucking argue about this shit right now. I already said it. I don't know. Gifs and memes, gifs and memes of the Bronx. You are, you are the Bronx. I feel like you are the Bronx. You are one. You are one. You are on the Bronx Mount Rushmore for sure. 
So let me um I think that she was on like Webster Ave uh, by Metro North Preacher. Um so I'm gonna just get three questions um out of the way. I just want to see what your level of Bronx knowledge is. The first one, I'm gonna make it really easy, true or false. Uh a question. Is the Bronx the only borough to be connected to the United States mainland? True or false? The Bronx is the only borough that is connected to the United States mainland. I believe that's true. I believe that's true. The answer is true. Because Queens is connected to Long Island, right? Okay. I think it's true. And true. If I'm I think it's true. I say true. true. But I feel like, yeah. Did y'all hear the Bronx Jeopardy theme? Do, do, do. <laughs> do, do, do. I, it's true. It's true. Yes. That's good. I'm glad that y'all got that one because I asked somebody else from the Bronx and they got it wrong. Number two. <laughs> this is the name of an amusement park which was once located in the Bronx. Oh, this and is, is no, hard. And is no longer in existence. Oh, fuck. I know because it's where Cork City is. A, Playland. No. No. B, Palisades Park. No. No. C, Freedomland. Yes. D, Disney New York. No. <laughs> Freedomland. 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 And Freedomland. I think it's just. Let me say, I said it's Freedomland. Is it? Are you sure? Playland and Rye. It is Freedomland. Freedomland. Let's go. You want to know why it's Freedom? You want to know why I know it's Freedomland? Because Freedomland is where Co op City currently is. Yes. Ooh. And they tore it down to create Co op City. And I grew up in Co op City. Let's go. Shout out to Co op City. Come on, State Bronx. Shout out to Co op City. <laughs> All right, so y'all are two for two, so this should be, you know, should be easy. All right, this is which of these designers uh, that went to DeWitt Clinton High School right here in the Bronx? This is our one too. Is it A? This is a famous designer went from here from the Bronx. A. Anna Winter. B. Dapper Dan, wow. C, Ralph Lauren, <laughs> D, Virgil Abloh. Huh. Yeah. I'm going to completely guess this. All right, hold up. Let me l listen to the choices y'all got. Anna Winter, mm -hmm. Dapper Dan, Ralph Lauren, Virgil Abloh. Yeah, I really don't know. <laughs> All right. I'm I, I'm gonna say my guess. Can I eliminate <laughs> one and help him out? Rick's gonna give y'all a hit oh, just because Rick is like, no, like, 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 friend. Yeah, no. I don't know what he does. Because Dapper Dan is from Harlem. Dapper Dan is from Harlem. That's what I was gonna give you. That was what I was gonna give you. Dapper Dan is from Harlem. So he's out. So he's out. Okay. Okay. So Dapper Dan is My answer, my answer is Ralph Laura. Um, don't answer yet because I don't know if I agree that it's Ralph, but I want to say before I have a wrong answer about this question, I think it's important that people know that James Baldwin actually attended that school, I believe. That's and absolutely so that I think it's cooler. And that's, that's you get a bonus true. points for that. You get one, bonus that points for that because that's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah I think um, that that's cooler. But 
I, I feel but like I'm that's not the question that I asked you right now. So <laughs> all right, bro. Well, I'm, I'm dropping some real knowledge that's gonna help okay. people out in, in the okay. world. Because if you okay. never heard Appreciate the name James Baldwin, read that read uh anything. Yeah. If it's not Ralph Lauren, which I feel like would be my secondary answer, maybe it actually is, is um I was gonna say Anna Wintour. I was gonna say maybe it's Virgil. I don't know much about Virgil. I know who Virgil is. Hold on a second. So what's your? I'm gonna uh, listen. Julissa took away the the the, what I was gonna say. But before you guys answer, I'm gonna. I didn't answer. Before they answer, I'm gonna give you the clue in a friend. And Anna Winters, it does not play in this equation. So Anna Winters definitely not from the Bronx. I can definitely fuck no. But she yeah, don't no, play in this equation. Like British. I was like, that's what I'm saying. I don't know much about Virgil. And Dapper Don is. Yeah, I don't know much about Virgil, but I want to say Virgil. So your final answer, Skittles, is Ralph Lauren. And it is Ralph. It is Ralph. Yeah. Oh. Yo, my man is. Bro, listen. Let me tell you Is something. his name Skittles? Ralph Lauren, though, Chris? My, my man Ralph. My man Can Ralph. Ralph it, to with me being a true bonsai. My man Let Ralph. Let me like this real quick. <laughs> Why my man my man Ralph went to DeWitt Clinton High School and is a true Bronxite. Yes. Skittles mm-hmm. is also a true Bronxite. Skittles, what high school? I got the okay. Oh, I went to LaGuardia Arts High School in Manhattan. Oh nice. Shout both, out LaGuardia. That's where we met. Yeah, we we went, we that's where we met. We both went we went to LaGuardia. Yo, Aww, a lot of dope awesome. people. A lot of dope people come. But high school is this middle school. What you know about yeah, I-90? What you know about flag on Boston Road? MS-180. Al Pacino went there. You knew that? Shout out to Junior High School 22. Shout out to Junior High School 22. The only Junior High School in the Bronx with metal detectors. Damn. So we're going to continue this fun that we're having. And my co-host, Ellie Jazz, is going to read the title. Oh, I love this. I love this segment. Not going to so. lie, you took me off guard. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got to get my... I, I you forgot she was reading cards. No, I wasn't sent the list. Like, oh, right. Hold on. Let's put people on the spot, though, so I understand. I do. Oh, in the meantime, in the meantime, what sign are y'all? What sign are you? I'm ready. Y'all both Pisces? And I'm a Cancer. Wait, who's a Pisces here? Who's a Pisces? They're both, both Pisces. Both <gasps> Pisces. Okay, water signs. Okay, okay. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so it's the ones that Ellie Jazz I feel like wearing the new Flourish t-shirts. And yeah, I gotta hook all of y'all up. Styling we got the self-care deck. I love this one because of the fact that I feel like all of us Ooh. just need a little reminder of you know what we gotta focus on. Recently, I got music and I was like, all right, I'll do another cover because I know Skittles, you sing, and I'm like, oh my yes. god, yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. And we're also gonna get some cards from the fairy deck. The fairy Ooh. deck. So this guy right Ooh, here. All right, let's use those with me. <laughs> I got you, Craze. You already oh. know. A la orden. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. All right. So you, literally what I do, whatever pops up is exactly what y'all need to focus on. And I'm going to pull cards for both of y'all. So let's see what the fairies have to say. Okay. This one wanted to come out. Oh, okay. We got here. I want, I want another one though. I want more. And I love to, did y'all see that? Okay. Oh, okay. I like this. Let me see if there's more. Um, 
You can't tell me that that didn't fly out the deck. <laughs> Have y'all done card readings before? Yes, this is a good question. Yes, she's a, right? She, I'm a bruja and a half. Yes, oh, we all, listen. She's a witch. All of us are. We just got to tap in. You feel me? Like, okay, I really like this. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Now we got. I feel a chatting with Jazz episode with uh, Skittles and Julie coming on. <laughs> Yo, Yo, I would love that. What, yeah. Well, my podcast, basically, it's all about the journey. We talk about the ups and downs and then what we would tell the collective. Like, let's say, for example, like, um, aspiring, aspiring artists, aspiring um, entrepreneurs, aspiring actors, actresses, because, you know, this journey ain't easy. So we need a little, you know, a little encouragement along the way. And also making it making it known that, you know, things don't happen overnight. You know, we're mm. here. We are here to just do our own journey. And not every journey is, you know, the same. Okay. You feel me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, let's see. All right, I'm going to choose these three. All right, let's see what we got. All right, mm. so from the fairy deck, we got healing. And it says, now is the time for you to give or receive healing. Everyone has a natural ability to heal others. Yes, even you. So I don't know mm -hmm. if you guys have any uh, any way of, you know, kind of tapping back into yourself. Me? Okay, I'm about to be a little witchy right now. I have a selenite wand this big. I love using this. <laughs> it looks like a weapon, but I love using this to kind of cleanse my aura before. It's kind of like using sage and stuff like that. So I'm obsessed. Um, uh, you guys got the fine balance, which I think is beautiful because with healing, you're going to be able to find balance within yourself, but also within your relationships that, you know, your relationships with your friends. Well, let's say if you're in a relationship with your family. So I feel like that's what the focus is, is right now. And also you got magical blessings, which I love because look, you're around a community. So you're making other people happy with doing what you love. So I love that. It also says whatever you're going through, you're being assisted by magical fairy blessings. The fairies say you can bless others too. So by you guys staying authentic, staying in you know the lane that you're creating for yourselves, you're able to you know inspire others. And that's what you're here to do. <laughs> Benny. Ellie, where's my florist package? I got you, Benny. I got you. <laughs> okay. And so from the self-care deck, we got, ooh, y'all are going to love this. Okay. 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 Dream journal. I love this dream journal. So I am a big fan of journaling. I got my own right here, even with my own little, like, lotus. I honestly love writing down my feelings. Wait, 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 wait. What happened? Where my journal at with the florist? <laughs> you have a florist journal? Yes. Great. Yes. Yo. That's cute. <laughs> thank That's you, cute. Thank you. Is it purple? Yeah. It's purple. It's so purple. this is like a burgundy. This is like a nice burgundy. With the gold. I got y'all. Nah, but you know Purple's what this actually color. means? No, 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 it no, no, represents no. your intuition. So that's why I wanted to put it like right in the middle. And it also has like a little Please, eye. So shout out to Jay this? Henderson for designing it with me. I'm used to being disappointed by Stop. I got y'all. I need to buy more. So once I get Let that. Let me see the journal one more time. One more time. I got y'all. Crazy. Yo, Rick, you're interrupting this reading, bro. This is making me chaotic for me, you know? It's very chaotic for me right now. He's like, I don't like this shit, yo. Why don't you give me my shit? No. Thank you. See, Julissa's giving me some crystal energy over there. Thank you. Julissa's doing the, what do you call it? The sage. She's staging the screen right now. Yes. Yo, believe it or not, I do that before and after. 
good because you don't know who's watching, right? So you don't, don't burn know, the laptop. a lot of energy. I won't ever, I promise, I promise. Learn. But no, the dream journal helps a lot with me because I like to write down my feelings. Sometimes I, I just know for a fact that I need to, instead of kind of burdening others or you're not really burdening others when you express your emotions, right? But sometimes it's just not the right time to express them, right? So just write them mm -hmm. down in a journal and make sure that you're, you know, kind of pouring out whatever you need to because you can't keep all that shit inside. If you keep all that shit inside, you're going to blow up. And then me, I feel yeah. like water signs, when we get mad, <laughs> we get mad. <laughs> we get really angry. But we also, mm -hmm. right? We also have connect with fire yeah. and we have health checkup. So what I felt with uh, connect with fire, automatically I think about candle magic. I myself do candle magic, but I do it, of course, like, you know, you could call it what you want, but I like calling it white magic, you know, uh, making sure that I have a white candle near the door so that it collects all the negativity. I really love doing that. It's very simple what? stuff. Why is it white magic? Yeah, why is it white magic? I'm curious about the Please, I like specifying that. that it's white magic because some people will assume like, oh yeah, she's a fucking bruja. I've had ex-boyfriends be like, but that's that's scary. Like, <laughs> you get what I mean? And I'm like, listen, this is not something that's supposed to be dark. You get what I mean? You have a choice if you want to do some dark shit, but definitely not me. You feel me? Because that shit comes back. <laughs> so I thought about candle magic with this. Also, if you are near like a bonfire and stuff like that, you can also do like a burning ritual where you want to let go of things. You can write it down and you throw it in the fire and then you just let that energy out. And also... What if I it's several pages that you need to... Okay. You could do that. Okay. Oh, I've actually done that with a journal, not to believe it or not, because it had like a this was from my early 20s, and I was like, I, I just need it out of here. That whole that negativity. I was like, you know, but we also have health checkup. So this is just a friendly reminder, you know, to just make sure that you're putting your health first. Okay. And if you're not doing that, just to make sure that you know, hey. Everybody needs a checkup. Sometimes we forget. I have people around me that are like, nah, I don't need to go to the doctor. Maybe just go one once a year, whatever. But especially with everything going on, maybe it would I, be good. I was reading that as like symbolism. Like it was like the health checkup, but it meant like a different kind of health, you know, something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. So what did, what did you feel, Craze? That's just me like uh, putting my own like projecting. No, but it's it. cool. Do it. I'm but just saying, though. I was like, yo. <laughs> I like that. I saw that. the health checkup card. I was like, yo, maybe it's talking about like. Other kinds of health, like your spiritual health, your mental health. Yes, one hundred percent. Mental 100%. health. Yeah, check, mental health. It could be anything. Check your mental health before no. your physical. Mm -hmm. Please. Yeah, make sure that your you know your cup is full before you're filling other people's cup because that yes. yo it, you could get burned out real easy. Right. And actually, I did want to ask you you guys a question because I know that you guys wear so many hats and I think that's so freaking beautiful. But I I do a lot myself. But I this is kind of. <laughs> This is kind of like a question that I want you guys to answer for me and uh, a lot of others. But how do you go about organizing your energy to go towards each project so you don't burn out? Mm, that's a great question. Mm. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Ali. Thank you. <laughs> Skittles, you want to go first? You have you have an answer. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, damn, how? <laughs> um, well, ooh, how do I go about organizing my energies? Um... I'm fortunate enough to have a team of people that have all agreed to like help me out in the different ways that they can. And they all, you know, we're a community of people that like each have our own like uh, own specialties and um, and are willing to, you know, they believe in what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So they they are willing to dedicate that time to doing that. So 
I'm fortunate enough to have people to help. Um, I also write things down. I'm actually literally sitting right next yes. to my little journal. Yeah, um, I love it. I have like I have like and a journal. 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 <laughs> yeah, you need a yeah. journal. Your floor is journal. I, love I got journal. both of y'all. Beautiful. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So I have my like I have like my like personal personal journal, and then I have mm-hmm. an idea journal where yes. I just like write down different ideas and. Um, a lot of times, sometimes I'll find myself smoking and like just being high and having like a thought, but like wanting to like. So write meaning it down. you so channel I, while you journal. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then I write everything down and just you I'm trying fire. to I'm I'm trying to get to the point, or I am getting to the point where I'm treating the, what was a hobby and what was just a dream and what was fun as work and like taking it seriously, mm. and, like dedicating that time. To yeah. actually doing it because when you do give it that energy and when you do give it that time and you're around people that believe in what you're doing and are also yeah. giving it their energy, it comes out to be beautiful. So yes. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. Thank you. Thank you for your answer. Beautiful. I need both your addresses. <laughs> I got some Yeah, we gotta uh, send y'all some stuff. Some stuff. Oh, send. absolutely. Definitely, definitely <laughs> we'll hit you with the address. Um, you know, I feel like for me, um, I, I've only begun to start to understand what the value of actual like sort of balance means for me. I think for a long time I thought it meant um, keeping up with trendy ways to be sort of like, in this world. And then I recognize that there's nothing that for me personally beats the basics of a good, what uh, this woman who I work with a lot, her name is Vida, says a lot, is a one-two combo, right? Is prayer and meditation, right? And like not prayer tied specifically to Jesus and or Catholicism and all that, but just Word. actually uh, decolonizing what prayer meant for me and recognizing that a lot of times um, what I take to social media to express and dump out are things that I really need to just sit with myself and have a conversation with my intuition and spirit team mm-hmm. about. Um, and so I think that like to start with a conversation that is brutally honest and like unapologetic about what others would think because no one's listening to me, but myself, right? And my spirit Ooh. team, right? Your so higher support. self, yeah? Yeah, your higher self. You really can't become whole until you know what you're like in your melted state, right? Like there's four states, yeah, you know, it's yeah. like solid, gas, and liquid. Um, you know what I mean? But you don't know yourself until you fully experience yourself in all um, forms. And I feel like for me, the way I recharge is actually letting myself completely melt and spread and be like, mm. have no shape and, and feel like I have no direction and actually call that out so that I can then start asking myself important questions about what I need in order to freeze up again and become a solid piece of ice. Um, And then I hold myself accountable to what I know are the things that have to happen, even if it means holding myself accountable to the fact that today I can't show up in a way that honors the thing that very clearly is the answer. But what I'm not gonna do is run around and say, oh, I don't got time to sit and run around with the chicken without my, like a chicken without my head and then blame other things and sort of give my energy out to everyone else because that makes for really toxic work environments. And I think having many teams in my life, like I know that if I wasn't good and if I was coming with my saltiness of whatever, right? That like mm-hmm. that was gonna radiate whether I meant to put that onto someone else or not. So really accountability starts with the basics of me of having a conversation with yourself and your feelings Ooh. and the rest reveals itself. Yes, beautiful answer. Yeah. Thank you Thank both. You. No, uh, on point. Yeah, nice. And it's Julissa, by the way. Thank you 
for you. Yeah. You were wearing a Boston Celtics jersey. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? I had a picture. I have. I've. I. 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 I've had that Boston Celtics jersey since I was in middle school. That was the best thing I can get because my mom didn't want to buy me the jersey dress with the Air Force yes. One. But what was Yo, the post about? So, the most important thing was what was the post about? Yeah, but which piece was the one where I was wearing? The, no, I don't remember which. I know okay, which picture. This is the one where you were like, "I'm taking some time off. I need oh. to recharge these batteries. I need this, this right here to be." Do you know which one I'm, I'm referring to? I re I feel like yes. I feel like I don't remember exactly what poetry or words I might have put behind that, or if it was yeah. a video that I was talking. But I remember the picture. That picture is where I have the glasses. I'm, it was from my that I took. You were like, yo, if you don't see me posting right now, it's because X, Y, and Z, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. So right. um, thank you. Uh, I think you were one of the first people to do that, to take yeah. some time off. Um, and, and I'm still kind of off, you know. Um, so I'm glad that that yeah. felt like a, almost like leading for, by example, in, in a weird way. Yeah, I think yeah. that, and not to cut you off, but I, I, I really... I can't stress this enough that even with whether it's bronche or other endeavors that we have going on, even for Skittles, I constantly remind us, yo, if we're not good, we're not good. And like, until we're not good, we can't really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that because I needed that and I saw mm -hmm. it and I took your own advice, but I got a surprise for you too. Um, I don't think she's been on the show since we did her own podcast. <laughs> I I've been in this back room and I'm like, can you For the bring longest. me in? Can you bring oh, me yes. in? I was oh, waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, I wanted to get all that stuff out of the way. And I think this is a better like way to end the episode. I wanted to bring her back. Um, I was very proud to have her as the co-host. I got to tell her she's done a terrific job this whole summer. You know, I, nine episodes in. It was a rough summer for us all of town life. But she's doing a terrific job. And uh, season finale next week. I can't wait for For the Love of Jada. And you guys are going to be on it. And it would have been wrong of me not to have my Jayla on the show with you guys on the show. So yes. Jayla's here. Because Jayla's a lady who brought his head. Yes, yes. I want to start off by saying, as always, and Julissa, do not look at me like that because I'm already crying. <laughs> look at her. She cried at seven today. I want her to cry at Yo. Two P. I, I love and appreciate the shit of everything that both of you are doing for every single ounce of our community. Everything from L. GQBQ and like fucking LGBTQ. Sorry, I'm just like so like I want to cry right what? now. I can't even speak. <laughs> and everything you guys have done from the Afro Latino community to everything that we've been talking about for the past year and a half, and you guys have always stood your place. And I want to give you guys that much love and that much credit. And I couldn't Damn. be happier. Than to be here with two of my favorite people in the whole world that I adore with every ounce of my soul. 
And we've had private moments. We have had public moments. We have had so many great times that I'm so happy and blessed. And I am, I want to just continue give you like the blessings and the words and the power and the strength you guys deserve to continue doing what you're doing for our community in every aspect of this realm, spiritually, community wise, like, like Latino wise, like just representing us on every single way of the realm. And I love you guys. And I'm so happy to be back on the Rigate show just to give you guys your flowers. Y las amo, las adoro. I fucking love the shit out of you guys. Yo. We love you too, baby. We love yeah. you too. Oh my God. And, okay, because I can pour right back, all right? Because, and, you know, Jayla, you are extraordinary. And I think the reason why uh, Jayla very quickly became family for us is because Jayla is somebody who walks in her authentic truth at all times. And uh, in the episode with Jayla, it was like, like we knew, like, you know, we were cool and all that stuff before that, but that episode, I learned a lot about Jayla and it, it blew me away. And I was like, you know what? I feel like every, especially coming from where we come from, I feel like as women, we are taught, taught that to be the most powerful, we have to look a certain way, we have to talk a certain way, we have to have certain accolades, we have, or we can't have certain scars or past to us. And so I feel like, you know, with, with girls like me and Jayla, whatever, it's very easy to put us in a box and say, oh, she's this kind of girl, she's that. And like a lot of negativity and just projected hater energy that then becomes the way people view them. But because Jayla is always just being Jayla, none of that bullshit ever applies. Really, and when people do start hating, there's always ten voices over that one voice to be like, ah, you're a hater because there's a consistent track record here, and I can't say the same for you. And I just want to say that, like, that's important, and that's why I fuck with Jayla so much, and Where'd we love. Okay, we lost her, but she'll be we back. lost her. We, but, uh, uh, back. She'll be back. Oh, she's oh, okay. Okay, there, she there we go. Julissa was speaking too much realness that the yeah. universe said, wait. You're yeah, yeah, giving away so too much. Before we go, we have two announcements to make. The first one's from Craze Boogie. I'll put them on the main screen. So that was um, a little preview. Rick, do you have that little promo? Um, Which, I need to know, cars or paper bags? Paper bags, paper bags. Ooh. So, yes. so uh, I give you guys that, that Bronx quiz, and it's really a part of this little project that I'm putting together called Bury Me in the Bronx based on a true story. It's it's not a normal podcast in the way that we've been doing it. It's a little bit more of a narrative. Um, and it, it's personal for me because it's it's about, it has parts of my life weaved into it. So uh, I'm a little nervous about the release, but it, it's dropping September 22nd. I'm so excited. Nice. Mm. Bronx. And that was a little preview. So I'm going to be doing stuff like that. Uh, I would love to have y'all Bronx veterans on it. Um, I'm going to say, say one thing from somebody who's, Technically, outside the Bronx. Okay. Uh, technically. Bronx adjacent. Adjacent. I'm, yeah, I'm like Bronx adjacent. I'm like Bronx infiltrated in a okay. different place. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, realness is that what Craze has been creating is amazing. And I think, like, even for me, like, for somebody who's outside the Bronx that thinks they know some types of the Bronx, I think it's beautiful because he's educationally 
bringing us to the right places and what we need to know in the right ways about the Bronx. Because I think a lot of people have the wrong mentality of what the Bronx is mm-hmm. rather than what the Bronx fills in into our world. And I think Craze is bringing a great perspective of that. And I give you salutes, hats off. Damn, I love oh. that. Damn, Thank I, you, love I love so, that. I love uh, This is my uh, soliloquy to Craze Boogie. Ooh, what? I, I don't I, know what y'all was doing. Oh, I'm we're going, we're going tip for tat right now. What? So Jayla oh, no. showed her love for Craze, so now- Yeah, I can't make me cry, Rick. man. Rick has to show his love too, right? That's true. Rick, get, Rick does get jealous. Tell me, Rick. I want my heterosexual you. life partner, because she's me, been on the Rick <laughs> show for two years. She's been trying to steal Craze from me. But me. I've been promoting this project for over a year now. Um, we've uh, dropped little hints here on interviews that we've done. Uh, we spoke about this on Talk Your Shit podcast. Um, this is it. This is the announcement. September 22nd. Ooh. I'm super excited. I've seen the first six episodes already written out. It's something different. It's not just a podcast. It's more of uh, autobiography, but audiobiography. We're doing audiobiographies out here, you know? Yeah. So I mean, um, we're talking to the alderman of the Bronx, bro. Right? It's a, it, by the way, Skittles and Julie passed the test, so I'm proud of that. So this is something that you might hear on it. Um, it's a beautiful story of the Bronx and of Craze. Um, and we cannot wait to uh, release it and and uh, you guys, for you guys to hear it. So this is also season nine Thank finale. You. I'm not doing and any I mean, more episodes the best for this weapons. season. So I'm ending it with Tell Ladies Who Bronche. So Whoa. season nine finale is with Whoa. you guys. By the way, Julian Skills, y'all be looking fine as fuck. Like, y'all be like, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, yeah, we gotta get our outfits up, Rick, when, when we do our shit. Because I feel like Skittles came through with the nails on point. Let's talk about Skittles outfit first. Yo. <laughs> the gloss is popping. The, the, the Eyewear gloss. is popping. Yes, the high bun on deck. The eyebrows. <laughs> the eyes. The, the, Come on. Yo, yeah, I didn't even yeah, think this. Oh, first of all, oh, and uh, the tank top. Uh, 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 Tell them. Uh, uh. The tank top is from Playout NYC. If you use Let's the code go. Real Skittles, you get 20% off your. There you go. Yes, Let's babe. go. <laughs> let's talk about these box braids and the t-shirt by the way i've been reading it the whole entire yeah, I love time i love it okay i'm gonna need that shirt. i need that and that lip the lip i have is actually two very dear people who are near and dear to us local ninja beauty is one that yeah. i mixed oh, it but then i mixed the local ninja beauty with the viva cosmetics to get a little blend yeah. like, shout out to local ninja love Ooh. it there we go owned. we out here yeah. why buy anyone else bro exactly. i'm just gonna say one thing i'm gonna say this in the kindest way possible to you're saying season finale for for the love of jayla with ladies who bronche let's go everything no i got wait they're gonna be part of season two so let's not <coughs> let's get it twisted 
because they don't need a season finale. They need to be a whole season. But wait, wait, wait. So I'm you're doing a cross promotion crossover season? season? The entire that's great. How many episodes? I, I don't know if Julian's we gotta talk about for that. Get the work, get the work. The we working on it. That's not the point. The point is do that I'm glad that this type of podcast and everything that we're doing brings such amazing people like us together. Yo, yeah, fact. Everything that we're doing, everything that we're working on, and that no matter what happens, we can still work together, build together, and grow together. Mm-hmm. That is the power that we need to continue showing our generation of what we can do. Facts. And I appreciate every single one of you for that. So thank uh, you. Julissa, you know how much I fucking love the shit out of you. No. Y'all already know. I want to thank Julissa and Skittles for being on the show today. I'm going to end this the only way I can. Uh, please check out the interview on uh, Bronx Net. I'm sorry. It was up there uh, about Uptown Life. It's me and Craze um, featuring um, damn Craze. That was a lot of fun. Yo, we be having that just a lot fun. of fun, bro. But I'm going to end this a little different. Season 9 finale. Ooh. Thank you, Julissa and Skittles. Check out Ladies Who Brunche. Follow them on Instagram. Please. Follow the real Skittles on Instagram. And Julissa, the way it's written on our uh, little um, what's it, lower third right now. Let's go. Have a great night. See you guys on season 10. So what if we get batches? We from the Bronx. That's it. Don't get it twisted. We be going to Manhattan. Be a queen. Be a boss. Ladies who brush the pop it all. Hey, we pop, pop, and pop it all. We, we pop, pop, pop All right. The episode's about to start. Yeah, they're marvelous. Okay. Yeah, uh. I'm on my Frank Lucas shit, three-piece suits, Valentino cufflinks, LV shoes. I bring the shorty closer, just enough to fill the gun on the holster. Out on the balcony, feeling on the breeze, city skylines, we're puffing on some trees. Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda, made back front of the building with the chauffeur. And he waiting on me, got umbrella in his hands and my name in the seats. No gift, baby, no thanks, no chinchillas, baby, so what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand in hand, give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks. Talk to crazy, he talks to me, keep my business out the streets, it's the ART. Uh.